Greetings, everyone. This is a call to actions. Today is April 9th, 2021, and we are on episode number 34. It's been about one year since we started the podcast. Before then, we were just recording conversations and posting them on YouTube, which is effective, but I feel so blessed to, to be able and get this word out, to get these messages out to multiple people on demand. Uh, podcasting is not going to go away anytime soon. Um, really, it's uh, based on when when Jesus is coming back. So let's uh, let's get all this going and save as many lives as possible once we're once we're raptured. And um, to anyone who, who don't believe in God, I just I ask you to please continue listening to this podcast. Not because I want popularity or I want my numbers to be up. It's we're here to save souls, and if, if any of our messages can can hit or pluck your heartstrings, just keep listening. Just keep listening because we cover a wide variety of topics, including science and technology, the ethics and uh, social manipulation that comes with um, corporations taking grasp over governments. But uh, anyways, today we're with Jay Harden again. He is here in the studio slash our house and uh, we're going to be talking about a few things that uh, are pretty important to us um just going to save that as as a surprise for the listeners jay harden how are you doing i'm doing great bobby thanks for having me you're welcome welcome (laughs) all right well let's uh we were talking about um the new year what is uh the new year And of course, you know, this is just like just hitting a quick launch ramp uh, as we're we're conditioned in society to to think that every year revolves around a certain amount of days, uh, 365 days, according to the Gregorian calendar. But there is a real calendar. Can we talk about that just a little bit? And let's just uh, go from there. Ancient calendar. The original calendar. You know, the Gregorian calendar was set up by some pope, I think around 300 AD. You know, you can search that real quick, find out who it was. Pope Gregory, the Gregorian calendar, I think that's who it was. And the Romans, they only cared about where the sun was in a particular constellation. So if you go on to an app like Stellarium and you know put it in you know March 1st, you'll see the sun in a, in a in a constellation. And if you just click up or down on the years, that sun doesn't move. It's always in that constellation. And that is what the you know, that's what they cared about back then. Mm-hmm. And then of course the Pope also made other changes to the calendar for bringing in demon gods to worship, Janus. Uh, It's an extremely sick demon god, if you know that, but he wanted the year to start on January 1st, Janus, worshiping that demon god. How far back is that? Did that that go? You know, I uh, 
Long time. I mean, the it, Pope. It's an ancient pagan, pagan god. That's all I know. Yeah. And um, it gets worse. But the thing is, uh, they played around with the calendar, but they only cared about where the sun was in the sky and which constellation it was. And that's how they were marking time. And there is a lot of error in that calendar, in the Gregorian calendar. And that's why we have things like Groundhog Day. Oh, six Gosh, more weeks. So you ridiculous. Know, winter or whatever. Yeah. It's because they're trying to adjust for the error. You see, the original calendar given to Enoch by the angels, by God, is about marching through time with God at his appointed times mm -hmm. for seasons and knowing the signs, you know, sun, yeah. moon, and stars. Yeah. It's sun, moon, and stars, not the sun, sun, moon, and stars. Yeah. And so in the Enoch calendar, it's, you know, nearly impossible to project, you know, <laughs> unless you have sophisticated computer software like we do today, the Enoch calendar was impossible to project, you know, months, years in advance. And for where we are today in our thinking, that doesn't really do so well for a business balance sheet. But True. originally, God wanted us to march with him step by step, day by day. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. We're not supposed to be thinking about the future. We're supposed to be able to mark the times and the seasons accurately and perfectly, like the Enoch calendar does. That's why winter, started you know well it lasted a little late didn't it i mean it was really cold up until just a few days ago yeah yeah it was like a week ago yeah and then to then like today yesterday it got up to about 84. Yep. kind of crazy to see yep i've never seen it originally the summer started on the enoch calendar they call it month one day one mm -hmm. around april 13th and the Romans had, you know, before the Gregorian, I think, they, I believe that they had uh, March 14th. You know, beware of the Ides of March. They called it March, I believe, because that was when the ground was uh, good enough to march to war on. You know, the snow had been melted or whatever, and so they could march to war. In the Enoch calendar, it's April because the springtime, the flowers blooming, everything's coming back to life, the winter's over. So in the Enoch calendar, it marks when winter's over. And that happens when the star spica is rising in the east and the sun sets with a new moon in the sky in the west. And you can find that in Stellarium on April 13th of this year. How do you spell Stellarium? Is that S-T-E-L-L-A-R-I-U-M? Two yep. L's? Yep. Stel like Stellar. Yep. Stellarium. Interesting. Interesting. Um, throughout human civilization, humans have, have placed monuments um, at certain parts on the planet to somehow interact or have some type of effect or some type of symbolic meaning uh, with the stars. Though, would you suspect that that these placements and, of course, the uh, the pyramids 
are not of God placement, but of some type of some type of ancient. Uh, what would equate to satanic uh, Just cult practice? Cult. Yeah, cult. you know, mystery Babylon. It goes way back to the Tower of Babel. Basically, King you know, Nimrod, the first, mm -hmm. call it, you know, little Antichrist, and they were set up. You know, Satan has his own geometry that he uses. God has his holy geometry, perfect geometry. God is an amazing mathematician. He deals in numbers, codes, and you can find it in the Bible. But Satan and his servants have their own codes. That's why they use the number 11, because it's the sixth odd number. And so when you see March 11th, that's to them in their occult practices, 666. When you see November 3rd, a lot of bombings, a lot of tragedies, pandemics just happened to start on March 11th. This pandemic that we're in right now started on March 11th. The first world pandemic started 100 years ago on March 11th. 311. Yeah, because it's 666. It's all planned. Satan has his plans. God has his plans. How, how is it six? Uh, how is 11 six to anyone? It's the six odd number. Six odd number. Yep. In, in, in Freemasonry, numbers are very important. Of course, I'm not a Mason, so I don't understand a, a lot about them, but I do understand a little bit about them. Um, but uh, yeah, um, 311 also being the, the main number for the Skull and Bones Society. 222. Two, two. Yeah, 322. Two. It's a multiple of uh, but, um, still. Yeah, yeah, it is 322. Two. And we, we, we were talking about 322. Two. There was a, a biblical verse, 322, uh, two, that was uh, pretty important. Yeah, and this is this is why the, the Masons, Skull and Bones, that's why they all uh, subscribe to this, because... In their eyes, and let me read from Genesis 3, verse 22. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. They believe that they can achieve eternal life through the knowledge handed to them by Lucifer, the angel of light. That's a, a great leading point into another topic uh, in living forever. How do they believe they'll live forever? Uh, through the product of their own hands, their own creations. Um, there are many, I would say it's collectively one agenda known as transhumanism. Uh, to anyone who listens to this podcast knows that we talk about transhumanism quite a bit. Um, so lead, leading perfectly in there, of course, any, anyone who hasn't heard heard us, go to 2045.com, 2045.com, to see a global initiative, uh, the 2045 Global Initiative, uh, that many people, last time I checked, over 40,000 people have signed up for. There are there are four avatar projects that, that individuals sign up for. Uh, including having your brain kept on life support at the end of your biological death, keeping the brain alive, and then implanting 
your biological brain into a synthetic carrier or a uh, or a synthetic copy of your own biological god-made body uh, and this this all goes together and you know the more we talk about it the more I start to understand it but you know it, it may take a while for us to put all the pieces together but I mean that's one reason we're here talking about it is to figure out these these agendas that go hand in hand together since ancient times. Well, I'd like to interject that. Let's take a look at what Satan is, who he is. He's a counterfeiter. Mm. Okay? You notice there's no counterfeit Buddhist religion. There's no counterfeit Islamic religion. There's no counterfeit Hindu religion. And they've got 60 million gods anyway. There are only counterfeit Christianity religions. Interesting. Satan doesn't have to counterfeit things that are already false. He only needs to focus on the people that know the truth and deceive. He also wants to counterfeit the perfect glorified body that believers will receive when they are resurrected or caught up in the rapture. This is part of the transhumanism deception. He will attempt to deceive people and say, I will create a perfect eternal body for you that you can dwell in and live forever in. This is the counterfeit deception. Just another way that Satan does this. He is not a creator. He cannot control creation. He can only counterfeit, manipulate, and corrupt. Mm -hmm. And there are what I consider demonically possessed individuals who are who are pushing these initiatives, including an archbishop, uh, the Archbishop of Ottawa, of the Orthodox Church in America, um, Lazar Puhalo, P-U-H-A-L-O. So I, there's a wide variety of people, including uh, Hindu monks, even, um, we've talked about this before, but again, um, the, the Dalai Lama is a, is a pusher of transhumanism. Uh, many people, many people, um, and it's it's absolutely. I mean, what they're what they're doing is attempting to reverse engineer what God created perfectly. And and news for you, you can't. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we we can try to to understand the nervous system. Um, how the human brain works, but but in the end, where, I mean, where's that? Where's it going to get you to upload your mind into a synthetic vessel? And what it's going to get you isn't it? Is something like a like a purgatory, or um, like a mental hell on earth, uh, if you're even still alive. But I mean, that goes into a different little little nook. Is if if you're not actually successfully transferred over to the synthetic vessel, are they are they using manipulation completely to just create really advanced copies of humans? I would say it is another deception. You know, they talk about oh, we'll transfer your consciousness. 
Well, let's think about what a human being really is. A human being is made in the image of God. God is a trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Man, mind, body, soul. Or you can say spirit, soul, body. Not, you know, I use mind, body, soul. So they can take the mind and perhaps copy it, but they do not control the soul. That's beyond their power. Nobody can control a soul except for the one who created it. So the person that really believes that they're going to transfer their quote-unquote soul into this machine, unfortunately, is deceived. It, yeah, it's as if they believe the soul exists only in the brain. You'll have a facsimile that might act like you, speak like you, behave somewhat like you. It ain't you. According to Hugh Mai, H-U-M-A-I, uh, check out Twitter. To everyone who has Twitter, go uh, check out Hugh Mai, H-U-M-A-I. Quote, we want to transplant your brain into an elegantly designed bionic body called Humai. It will use a brain-computer interface to communicate with the sensory organs and limbs of your new bionic body. And in, in saying, end quote, and in saying of your, your new bionic body, that's because you purchased it when you were actually alive and actually deceiving you to think that when your brain is put into it that you have been transferred into a new body. Um, but being given a new body, you want to go into that? What is it, what is it um, in a godly way to be given a new body? Well, in a godly way, it's about this corruption putting on incorruption, this mortal putting on immortality simply through the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus will raise us, will rapture us, and we will be changed in the twinkling of an eye and given a glorified body. That kind of power only resides with Jesus and God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, Humai's vision number two, uh, sensory sensory technology. So, so not real senses, but artificially created, reverse engineered to the best of technological ability of the scientists will allow you to feel the essence of human experience. I hope you can pay for the upgrades. Oh, right. they're going to get it wrong a lot. Right. <laughs> and there would be a lot of discrimination. Well, a, lot, a lot of segregation there because only the exceedingly rich would be able to afford the upgrades. Um, but that's okay. Because when the new or, new world order rises, there's only going to be 500 million people on Earth anyway. Right, right. According to the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. Um, which were shockingly. Anyone who knows about the Georgia Guidestones, or anyone who doesn't, they were actually completed on March 22nd of 1980. The Georgia Guidestones didn't come out into the underground um, society out into the open uh, until about 
give or take 10 years ago. And it's 2021 right now, so around 2010. But they were actually finished on, completed on this mysterious date of March 22nd, 1980. You think it's a coincidence that the occult and satanic, you know, or people in league with Satan chose March 22nd just out of the blue? 322? I don't think so. They're they're six feet wide. Yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry, they are six feet and six inches wide. And one foot seven inches thick. So we got the six six for their width, and then the one foot and seven inches. Nineteen. Nineteen. Is there any weird meaning the the number nineteen? Well in the biblical sense, nineteen is a number of judgment. Hmm. And it's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it kind of blew me away when I seen that they were finished in 1980. So 19, we got number 28 there. But um, let's see here. Let's uh, let's kind of shift gears and, and go into a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, some biblical reference to what we are, as as opposed to. Iron, according to um, Isaiah 64, 8. But now, O Lord, thou art our father, we are the clay, and thou our potter, and we all are the work of thy hand. That's Isaiah 64, 8. Though there are these, these initiatives and people on this planet attempting to interweave iron with our clay, um, with our our perfect vessels that God God made for us, um, in the name of upgrading or evolving. I don't believe that's upgrading or evolving. I mean, what it, what it is is you're making your body the product of someone else. Um, kind of weird to think about that you would that you would purchase an application that is owned and created by someone else, patented and created by a human being. Um, are there any verses that you want to talk about regarding clay or iron? Well, if you know, if we want to go to the book of Daniel where they talk about the miry clay and the statue representing the kingdoms or the beasts that will rise in the you know in times then what it is is uh, the, the last the last uh, system that rises is a system that has clay and iron or iron mixed with miry clay I believe and that is a template for having nanotechnology or transhumanism, things that are not of clay or you know, flesh implanted into a person, metals, different types. And I don't remember which verse it was about the, what was it? Is it, uh, whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, 
and mix with my earth plate. No, the one the one that's about the seed will not mingle with man. Yeah, that's uh, that's Daniel two forty three. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. Right. So what that's well, in my opinion. What that's talking about is people will be augmented through nanotechnology or whatever types of cybernetic implants, you know, whether it's eyes, ears, you know, we already have all that now, actually. You know, people can have ear implants, they can replace eyes, they can do a lot. The iron that mixes uh, with the clay, they're talking about mixing, mingling with the seed of men. But if you read the last part, it mingles with the seed of men, but it's still separate, meaning that it's implanted into a person, but when that person reproduces, mm -hmm. it has to be implanted into that person again. Yeah. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another. Exactly. Even as iron is not mixed with clay. Right. They're not compatible. They're not compatible. They will, they, the, the cybernetic implants or augments, nanotechnology, will not reproduce itself. It has to be implanted in each person. That's what that's talking about, exactly. in my opinion. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Humai vision number three, quote, as your brain matures, genetic engineering will combat the aging process. Advancements in nanotechnology will offer extensive tissue repair and regeneration, including the repair of individual brain cells." End quote. Talking about nanotechnology and how it has to be injected, but it cannot become part of our biology. It's incompatible. Um, It'll coexist. As iron does not mix with clay. That's really important, really important to, to discuss. It doesn't become part of our DNA, basically. It just exists in our system. It does not reproduce itself. Only the DNA replicates itself. Mm -hmm. And then a new person has, you know, if they want those augments, then they have to have that implanted into them. The only way to, the only way for the, a human to have nanotechnology or these, these electronic devices work cohesively with what it was created with would be for it to be synthetic would, would be for that human to be a humanoid a um not a true human vessel but a, a humai or an android of some sort it would not as we were talking about does not cohere with biology Technology doesn't. I mean, I mean, we see. I, I was reading. Um, I was reading a paragraph uh, from a woman who had a Medtronic uh, electronic implant, deep brain stimulation electronic in her brain, saying she's had nothing but problems ever since. Um, she worked at a chemical plant before, but um, but she uh, came down with some type of. Uh, neurodegenerative disease and you know in the name of medicine the doctor was like try this 
uh, Medtronic deep brain stimulation uh, device. Uh, but she's had nothing but problems since, and they, they took it out, and she's worse than she was before. And how can doctors just, is it just part of medical practice to experiment? I mean, are they, are they, is it clinical? Are these clinical trials and testing um, biological technology or biotech? Of course, you know, biotech is a new wave of, quote, medicine. Or is there truly a satanic agenda that these doctors that are using this technology are aware of? I think there are some. That's just theoretical. That's just my opinion. There will always be a two-edged sword. You will have people who believe, hey, nothing else that we're doing is working for you. Here's a new treatment in order to save your life. Give it a shot. Yeah. There are other people on the other side that say, we don't need all these people on the earth. Here's a way to reduce the population and I'm making my money, so what do I care? Here you go, have a vaccine. Oh, uh, <laughs> an injection of some sort. An injection of something that's probably not poison, but if it was, you can't sue the company because they are not liable. Oh man. <clears throat> for doctors, to, to, for anyone to act to get away with calling it a, a vaccine is beyond me. When it doesn't even meet the scientific description of a vaccine. I mean, it's not an antidote by any mean. It's an experimental injection. Genetic, genetically modifying injection. Uh, it, I, I think what I like is the news reports that are quickly scrubbed that say, oh, someone who had the vaccine got COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the vaccine doesn't protect you from COVID. That's not its purpose. Huh. I don't know how many yeah. times I can talk to people on the street and try to explain to them that is not the point of the vaccine, you know. I know we got off topic for a little bit. Ah, uh, we're just we can we're talking about a bunch of stuff today. Well, it's, it's cool. just you know, the the whole idea and the reason why there is Operation Warp Speed and everything is being fast tracked is because just like Christians, some of them, the Watchmen, are watching the times, the seasons, running to and fro through the Bible, increasing their knowledge of the prophecies that have been written down for us. To warn us of the coming tribulation, the occult and the servants of Satan are also doing the same thing. They have their own calendars, they have their own means of identifying specific numbers and dates, they've got the same information we do. And the reason why the beginning of the year is so important circling back to our original discussion about the calendar, is that in Leviticus, it clearly states the Lord's feast days and Passover, the, pretty much the big event that all Jews will always remember and keep forever in their generations, is the first month and 14th day of the year. So, hmm. The first month and 14th day 
of the year would be April 27th. Since the new year begins on April 13th, if you add 14 to that, that's the first month, and 14 days later on our calendar is April 27th, that is when the Passover lamb was supposed to be killed. That is when Jesus Christ was crucified. Three days later, everybody knows what happens. He resurrected. So 117, if you've been seeing those numbers repeated everywhere, 117 is first month, 17th day. That's resurrection day, which is April 30th of this year. And there are a lot of prophecies that will come to their fulfillment on uh, May 14th for Israel, completing their 73rd year, which is big. And the book of Revelation and the seals being released, which is the white, the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the antichrist, dwarf, famine, death, and hell that follow him, the judgments, the trumpets, all those things have to take place after the rapture of the church, which is the dead in Christ rise first, and then those who believe in Jesus Christ will be caught up in the clouds together with them forever. And then eventually we return, you know, seven years later to reign and rule with Christ in the earth, in his millennial kingdom. But the enemy knows that too. So you're seeing their desperate attempt to destroy as many people as possible before this event occurs. Hmm. And the Georgie Guidestones are their template. If it says they have to keep the world population at a cool 500 million, well, guess what? 6.5 billion people gotta go. Yeah. You don't do that with a COVID virus that's not even as effective as the common cold. Right. You do that by scaring people and having them, and then coming to their quote-unquote rescue right. with the vaccine. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. I mean, it's the only way it can happen. Have have we ever, as a planet, at least in modern history, had had a global initiative like this coronavirus and the the quote rescue the vaccine i mean this is global this isn't just one country or you know one continent this is global and leaders of this planet right now want to vaccinate all humans on earth yep what better way to get down to the 500 million to sustain a sustainable earth than a global agenda of injected death. It's the fascinating beauty and terror of Satan's plan. Because the poison in the vaccine does not kill you. What it does is it renders your immune system incapable of fending off attacks. And so you will have to rely on future versions of the vaccine in order to protect yourself from, quite frankly, common 
viruses that your body would have fought off easily had you not had the poison. And thus putting one's faith in the product of human hands and our technology rather than putting our faith in what God gave us originally. We have the most advanced immune system in the universe. It's perfect. It adapts. It learns. It's able to fight nearly any disease, even cancer, if people are healthy. But we've poisoned things. You know, I'm not going to go like all Greenpeace or anything, because that's, that's not where I want to go with this. No, but the thing is, is that there are <laughs> impurities in the environment that are corrupting and damaging people. People survive cancer, miraculous recoveries, or whatever. The body can repair anything. It was designed that way. When we're given our glorified bodies, they will be indestructible and eternal. That's our heritage, okay? The, the thing that Satan wants to do is take that type of power and, and force people to be in obedience. You know, he's going to rob people of their power, of their immune system, and force them into obedience to his system in order for them to simply live. Complete, utter authoritarian and obedience. That is the beast system. That's a, it's a global shift in where humans put their faith. Well, I don't, you know, someone that has faith or doesn't have faith, everybody believes in something. And the low-hanging fruit or the thing that's easy for people to latch onto is quote-unquote technology. Even though they don't even bother to understand the history of technology, and science and where it came from. I mean, people, you know, a lot of a lot of friends of mine say, "Oh, I trust in science." I'm like, "Oh, really? Do we still bleed you to get rid of the evil spirits that are giving you that cold?" Because that's what science was, probably, you know, not even a hundred years ago. Yeah. They don't understand where it came from, and they don't understand that it's built on imperfect knowledge, people that often misuse it and it can be turned into such a horrific weapon that's a really really good point I mean, it, it's sickening to think about and it, it's disturbing for me to let my mind wander what exists you know what's being marketed as something that can save lives but how is it being misused how was it created what type of research and development had to go into the creation of this quote life-saving treatment i think if most people knew what research went into the development they wouldn't get it well they had the vaccine back in 2017 it was already ready for the pandemic. 2017. Yes. So, so three years before the quote. Yes, before they actually pandemic. announced it. Yeah. Now, the guy behind it, everybody knows Bill Gates. Bill Gates of hell? He is barred from going to India, or is it Africa, forever. 
probably both countries by now, because he led the development of vaccines that... <laughs> this is a polio vaccine. Murdered. I don't know how many tens of thousands of children. If he ever steps foot in one of those countries, he'll be brought up on crimes against humanity. And this how- is the guy who developed our vaccine. Okay? Yeah. He's the one funding it. Yeah. And you can find the the news articles online. Yep. They're all there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean he caused a bigger catastrophe than what was already there. Um okay, here's a prediction. Um there's a po- I I believe there's a possibility Bill Gates will come forth on the Independence Day in the US on July fourth, two thousand twenty one. And it will be broadcasted around the world. And he will somehow lean towards his causes, making this planet a better place. And he may declare global independence. Um, something like that. Well, if the restrainer is removed on April 30th, Meaning, Jesus Christ returns to receive unto him his Holy Spirit and the people with which it's dwelling, the body of Christ. He takes us away. Very quickly, the world will, I don't want to say delve into chaos. It just Mm -hmm. depends on what judgments are unleashed, whether it's falling meteors, earthquakes, whatever. But there will be no one left to say, ah, you know, maybe we shouldn't do away with the Constitution. Maybe maybe we shouldn't force people to do this or else they'll starve to death, you know. The Book of Revelation, the minute, the minute, kind, kind-hearted, righteous people are taken away. It's like pulling out the control rods in a reactor. Satan's gonna have his day. The new world order will rise. They will divide the earth into 10 regions. The plan is already sitting in the UN. It was passed, I don't know, a couple, was it a couple decades ago? I mean, maybe it was just 10 years ago. But they already have the plans ready. Everything's already set up. The occult is chomping at the bit to get this thing going. They will institute their one world currency global digital currency the IRS already has your digital wallet ready for you just a matter of flipping the switch yeah the um, COVID-19 passport is is in its uh, it's in infancy right now but it's there yeah I I bet there will be a lot of a lot of groups of people that that don't of course you know, succumb to the COVID-19 passport. You know, you can't buy or, or sell without ha- without having your, pretty much your lanyard with your barcode or your dog, ta- dog tags on it. You won't be able to go into Trader Joe's because you haven't been vaccinated. There'll be groups of people that, that don't succumb to that. But when, yeah. when that actually goes down, I mean, imagine what else around this planet is going to change. Well, there's a name for the people that won't go into the New World Order system. They're called Tribulation Saints. Mm-hmm. And we all know what happens to them. Yeah. They are beheaded, yeah. confined, persecuted, and eventually 
they either starve to death or they're beheaded. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, the best thing to do would be to be beheaded. <laughs> um, you know, give your life to <laughs> well, God and be beheaded. There you go. Give your life to God first. Yeah. Then whatever happens after that, you're okay. You're fine. I'm sure. Aren't they? <laughs> don't they have a new patent on the actual guillotines? Like well, they're they like, they're the like hydraulic. Super sh- they're super sharp. Like hydraulic guillotines. They've like, got thousands of them. Like new, advanced, like cutting edge guillotines. Yeah. Aren't I mean, they? It's crazy. A guillotine's a guillotine. Unless it's a dull, rusty guillotine. Dang. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I mean, that's one reason we're here right now is to, is to talk about these these subjects and sub-subjects and subtopics that really aren't talked about. I mean, this stuff, people people are baited so easily by by advanced technology. It just don't give in. Don't don't give in to the implants. Don't give in to the vaccine. Don't give in to the spiritual invasion and these invasive techniques that they're using to get inside of you and into your spirit and corrupt your spirit. Don't give in. Um, I'm going to head off of this podcast episode. It's good to be back, man. Uh, episode 34 here with Jay Harden. Jay, if you have anything else you want to say, um, we're going to have a series going. Uh, Jay lives pretty close, so we're going to be uh, talking about some other things here in the coming episodes. But if there's anything else you want to say before we, we wrap up this one. Yeah, I can find something. Give me a second. Yeah. 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 All right. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Paul writing here. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which ye also have received, and wherein ye stand, which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and then he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. If you believe that in your heart, you will be sealed by the Holy Spirit and saved from the moment of wrath that is soon to be upon us. Truth and unity, we shall triumph. Peace, brothers and sisters.